0: The internet may not be your friend when, well, in two scenarios that will make up this episode. The first is when bad people trick you or your family out of money using artificial intelligence and social engineering. The second is when well-meaning grandparents overshare online about their grands. Some of those grands are growing up now and they are not happy.
1: I'm Emily Morgan.
0: And I'm Mike Morgan.
1: And in this episode of The Grand Life, we are updating a topic from our first season, which was called, at the time, Facebook Fail. And we'll tell you about a scam that seems to be aimed at grandparents and uses fears for their grandchildren's safety as the trick. Okay, Mike, why are we talking about this now?
0: Well, I'll claim it's my fault. in the in the very recent past, I've, I've read a couple of news stories that reminded me that even though there's all these great things that the internet does for us, that it, it keeps us connected with our extended families, it helps us communicate with them, it helps us keep up to speed with them, even with all that, it is also being used by criminals to take advantage of those of us who maybe are older or are more trusting or are not clear on some of the risks. So I thought that was worth talking about.
1: Well, combined with that, in uh, 2019, I mentioned we did an episode, and uh, it was Season 1, Episode 5, and it's full of good advice, but we've got some more things to go with it.
0: Yeah, so here's a recap of some of that advice out of Season 1, Episode 5. When we post pictures or stories about our grands on Facebook or Instagram, what are the things that should be off-limits? Well... The easy stuff would be personal information like birthdays or full names or middle names or home addresses, all those things that might allow an identity thief to uh, commandeer that grandchild's online identity. Those things should not be posted. And, you know, sometimes a well-meaning grandparent may put some of that up there, not really thinking about the consequences. I still
1: see it all the time. People put up birthdays, full birthday dates full names of their grandbabies, I just think, why are they doing that? That's well, that's well, not helpful.
0: They're doing it, I think, because they don't understand that there may be some negative consequences yeah.
1: for it. And, yeah. And of course, they're proud. Who wouldn't be, right? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but
0: but it's worth understanding the, uh, the dark side. Right. Another thing is uh, the news that your daughter or that your daughter-in-law is expecting, <laughs> that is not yours to share. <laughs> right.
1: Nope. Not unless they say you can share it.
0: And, you know, if it's picked up by an employer or by a work colleague, there can be some negative consequences. Right, right. Uh, the gender of your grandchild, also not yours to share. Mm-mm. Particularly now that um, some look at gender on a spectrum and it may not end up the way it starts out. And there's right. that whole thing, right? Which, oh, I hadn't
1: even thought about that, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the internet doesn't forget. That's the, the other thing we're going to talk about in Right. A Right. Uh so at any rate all these things they're covered in depth season 1 episode 5 Facebook fail. Uh, along uh, with that advice in there there's some stories about uh, uh enthusiastic grandparents that uh, uh have itchy fingers for ins- for Instagram.
1: So it's not just Facebook, it's also Instagram.
0: Well yeah, all social media. Here's what's new. And specifically, there was a story that ran in uh, The Atlantic on their website, uh, May of 2023, and the reporter's name is Kate Lindsay. Her thing is that the first children of the social media age are now becoming adults, and they are seeing the revealing stories and images and videos that have been posted by their parents purely for entertainment value, right? And they are embarrassed
1: yeah I mean it's funny because I remember one specifically that uh came up a long time ago that our kids got a big kick out of, and the thing is it's kind of cute for one of the kids, but for the brother Charlie, not so funny, like if you're twenty or twenty five and this thing's still trolling around Facebook, I'm not sure you would think this was funny. Let's take a listen.
0: Is there a video here yeah, what's going on? Well, it's a little,
1: little brother sitting in the lap of a bigger brother.
0: And the little brother's got the active jars.
1: Putting his finger into the little brother's mouth. So, you know, that's cute, but it's not cute when you're Charlie and you're 21 and you may be recognizable. I don't know. I mean, I think the the older brother definitely would be recognizable. So then, you would know, the younger brother, the identity of the younger brother. And I don't think they think that's funny anymore, but it's all over. It's still there. I can look it up.
0: The adults where the balance of power was adults have it all. The children have none of it. Mm-hmm. The adults all think that's really funny. Mm-hmm. Well, now the power is balanced differently. Mm-hmm. And these uh, these children, who we laughed at, not so much with, really, mm-hmm. when they were little, not happy. Here's some other examples of what's causing that embarrassment. Let's think about the range of photographs that people tend to put up of children.
1: Or videos, yeah.
0: Yeah. Little children... Kissing their siblings or their cousins or their neighbors, maybe funny, maybe cute, could also be pretty embarrassing.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's also some, you know, health-related anecdotes or videos like vomiting, constipation, diarrhea. I don't know if any of you remember the poutine boy, but if you Google poutine, you you poutine boy, you comes up poutine kid on the toilet. Interesting though, he he's like doubled over he's sitting on the toilet and he's saying poutine poutine like very regretfully that he ate poutine and if you don't know what poutine is that's french fries with a bunch of stuff on top i've never even had it have you
0: it's really rich it's like gravy
1: yeah gravy on top of french fries anyway you know big laugh haha so funny but it it is interesting that when you google it you can't find it anymore so I'm thinking that they got rid of Facebook in order to get rid of that. And we'll talk well, about that in a minute.
0: I mean, once the thing is found outside of Facebook, then there's a different set of problems, different set of challenges pu- pulling it down. But we'll, right. ta- we'll talk about that yeah. in just a minute. Yeah. Um, misunderstood words that are uttered in embarrassing situations.
1: Yeah. Or kids like just maybe not saying maybe trying to say fire truck. It comes out the F word. Yeah, right. And everybody thinks that's funny. They've got that on a, a video or something.
0: It happened. so funny. It happened with one of our own children.
1: Yeah. Which we're not going to share.
0: We're, <laughs> right now. No, <laughs> uh, I will just say that it, it has to do with the the misuse of a word for lady parts. Mm-hmm. And we thought it was hilarious.
1: Yeah. Fortunately, we didn't have social media at the time, so it's not right. recorded.
0: Right. It's not. And she's now grown up, and we just don't bring it up anymore.
1: Yeah, which is nice. Well,
0: what if we had posted a recording of it and couldn't get it scrubbed, couldn't get it taken off the internet? Yeah, Mm -hmm. same. Yeah. Keep going.
1: Or, you know, uh, potty talk or tantrums or meltdowns or all sorts of things. Those are definitely invasions of privacy for a 20-year-old who's going to college and somebody can still pull that up and say, oh, that was you. That was so funny.
0: Let's say you think back. And you realize that you have in fact done this
1: as a grandparent,
0: as a grandparent, Mm -hmm. you have posted something that you now recognize when that grandchild is not even an adult, even a, you know, a preteen or a teenager Mm -hmm. that they're going to be horrified that that's still out there. You can try to undo it on Facebook at least. Uh, but just here's a piece of advice. It's, it's not perfect. Uh, what Facebook says uh, in their online help is that when you choose to delete content that resides on Facebook, some of it can be deleted, and it is gone from Facebook servers, and is, my words here, not is never to return. However, some things can only be deleted by deleting your entire Facebook account. Facebook is vague on what those things are. Yeah. Now. If this thing that you have posted on Facebook has gone viral, then it might be places you never frequent and don't even know about. It could be on YouTube. It could be on Instagram. It could have gone other places as well.
1: And if you tag someone, it even complicates it more. So be careful about tagging people. I know a lot of people on their settings don't allow tagging because that kind of gets it out of your hands, the control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. So, what do you do about this? Well, you might want to talk to your adult children and get clarity on their ground rules for what you can and cannot post about your grandchildren. What would you say would be a safe rule of thumb, Emily, about that?
1: I suppose don't post anything uh, about your grands unless you get permission from them. I I would imagine that's how it has to be. And I know it's hard because, I mean, I. Kind of do that for a while and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna put something up and then I have to retract or or say I'm sorry. Cause it's just hard. It's hard not to want to do that. But yeah. I do try to keep in mind, would this be embarrassing? Have I identified their names? You know, have I identified who they are? So have I tagged them? Any of those things.
0: You may want to review your social media accounts, maybe especially around the the birth date. Of your grandchildren, when posting might have been a little bit more um, frequent, mm-hmm. and just make sure that there's no content there that that you should remove mm-hmm. as you work to remove or purge content from your social accounts, put yourself in your grandchild's position and imagine them being portrayed against their will when they're at their very worst. Uh, imagine they're the least in control, and this is when they get captured in. In images or video. Those are the kinds of things that you want to keep in mind as you decide what to purge, what to get rid of. So with all this said behind us, this article that I mentioned that has sort of spurred our renewed interest in the Facebook fail episode and the advice that's in it, the link to that article is in the show notes for this episode. Uh, And be advised, it may require a subscription for access, but the link is there if you'd like to check it out.
1: Yeah. And you're a big fan of the Atlantic, aren't you? You got that for your birthday last year.
0: I so appreciate it and have enjoyed it for months and months. Thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah, well, I think magazine subscriptions in general are a great idea. We I'm doing I'm renewing our grandkids' uh, magazine subscriptions uh just in the next couple of weeks for them for Christmas and they all really love it. They just think it's so fun to get a, a magazine in the mail. And if you have any questions about that, you can ask me by sending me a message about what Magazines I would recommend. Recently on the news magazine 60 Minutes, we saw a story detailing a scam that is costing grandparents thousands of dollars. I mean, bad guys are using social engineering to get you to let them steal your money. So let's talk a little bit about what we mean by social engineering. This is something that you probably could explain better than I
0: can, Mike. I'll give it a shot. Social engineering is what happening when the bad guys lie to us about who they are or the trouble that they may be in or the trouble that you may be in. They get us to trust them and then they rope us in emotionally with time pressure or urgency or a family connection so that as a result, we end up revealing sensitive information or we send them money. Now, yeah. it sounds a little crazy, but if you check out the 60-minute story, again, link is in the show notes, and there's one other place that I'm, uh, another reference that I'm going to give you a little later. You check those out, you can see how it can happen, and in fact, it is happening.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's so crazy.
0: Well, what's new about this is the use of artificial intelligence to change a voice of somebody who's not your relative so that it sounds more like somebody you know, like a grandchild, for example. Now, this sometimes requires that the, the bad guys get hold of recordings of the grandchild's voice in order for AI to make a convincing fake version. It doesn't always require that. It sometimes does.
1: Yeah, and in our case, we worry about that a little because we've put hours of our voices onto the World Wide Web through this podcast, and we're telling our adult children now about this, so they're just more aware. I don't think they all think we're nuts, but, you know, it it can happen, and so we're warning them. It's a, it's a similar thing that you we did when they were young and we gave them a password and told them that if anybody ever knocked on the door and they, they couldn't see the person, they should ask for the password. And, we would, and they knew what that was, and our whole family knew what that was.
0: So what are they doing? They're authenticating the message and authenticating the identity of the person who's giving it. Right. So that some random stranger who says, your mom sent me to pick you up, you know. That, right. And, 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 you know, we, we, we were really clear with our young children about the scenarios where there is potentially some stranger danger.
1: hmm Yeah. And,
0: and you would want your children... To pay attention because they might not otherwise suspect a danger in the kind of scam we're talking about here. The people who are um, it, in danger are grandparents. Yeah, the people who are most experienced at life, and then this subterfuge that's being done with different tools and different strategies—it's catching them. The bigger risk really is the social engineering. So be cautious. Ask for proof if a caller says that they are a relative, hang up and then call them back at a number you know is theirs. Mm -hmm. Slow the process down a little bit. right? Isn't that the advice that that you were reading earlier today? Yes,
1: today I was reading about that.
0: On a related facet, if someone that you know is a Facebook friend of yours and is asking for you to friend them again, you know it might not be them who's asking. This happens to several of my Facebook friends every week. You should make certain who it is that's asking you to friend again before you actually accept that friend request.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I think the scariest part of that 60 Minutes thing that we watched was people getting grandparents getting phone calls from like that grandson. Hi, grandma. This is Brandon. I'm in trouble. Somebody hit my car. I need money. There's a courier who's coming to your door. They need the money. If you could send me the money, I can.
0: Hire a lawyer hire to get lawyer me out of, me out of jail
1: because I'm afraid I'm going to jail. And, you know, if it sounds like Brandon, that would be really scary. And even if it doesn't sound like Brandon, you're kind of like caught off guard, I think, as a grandparent. And, of course, I, I, I saw the, the show and I thought, oh, good thing I don't go by grandma. Good thing I have a name that ah. is a little different than grandma because that's a real tip off, you know, I was like, oh, I, I don't have any grandchildren who call me grandma. But this grandmother happened to have a, you know, that was her grandmother name. So uh, that's all, you know, I'll say pick a pick an unusual grandmother name. <laughs> it might work out better for you in that scenario.
0: That sounds like pick a complicated password.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, I mean, I found that the most disturbing. And it was so sad to see these people taken advantage of in the way that they were with yeah. AI.
0: So it's cost some of them a big piece of their retirement savings. Yeah. The link to the CBS video story is in our show notes, and it's unlikely to be uh, behind a paywall. So you probably don't need to subscribe and you'll be able to see that in a very strange coincidence. Just today, we got the May 2023 monthly magazine from AARP. And there's a story in there also on this very scam. And there's a link to that as well in our show notes.
1: Hopefully this will remind you of some of the things that we've talked about before and also some new things. Just keep uh, aware of the way that we can be taken advantage of and, you know, be, be smart and take a breath before you think of how you're going to handle something. do And be, talk to your family about it.
0: Don't be afraid. We're not trying to fear monger here, but like Emily just said, take a breath. Yeah. Slow things down. Make sure you know who it is that's talking to you reach back out to them and make sure it's authentic.
1: Speaking of Facebook, um, I did put up a little bit of a a questionnaire to the grand life podcast fans um, and ask them if they were be interested in a blog or if they just are happy with the podcast, the way it is. And, the biggest percentage of people said they just wanted to keep on with the podcast and they weren't interested in a blog.
0: Was it kind of unanimous?
1: It was. So uh, that's what we'll do for as long as we can do it. As long as we can come up with content that's interesting to you and that we feel like you're listening and you care about this, then we'll keep doing it.
0: It's always nice to let us know that you do care. Yeah. Through voicemail at 317-572-7876 or email at grandlifeconnection at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, if we do this for kicks and giggles, we need a few kicks and giggles. So thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Not just our own. In the meantime, I'm Emily Morgan.
0: And I'm Mike Morgan.
1: And thank you for joining us in Living the Grand Life.
0: Next time on The Grand Life.
1: Join us in the next couple weeks as we talk about being the sole caregivers for um, one of our grandchildren for a good 11 days. And we are preparing for that, getting ready for the adventure, but also feeling a little bit nervous. So um, if any of you have done that, I'm sure you understand. And we will be letting you know how it goes.
0: That's next time on The Grand Life.